0: Hi everyone and welcome to this week's Monday Memo. Today I'd like to talk about marketing and I suppose what that word might mean to you. I mean, when I say marketing, how, how do you feel about it? What do you think about marketing? Is it important? Is it essential? Is it something that you do or, or try and avoid doing? Are uh, you feel uncomfortable doing it or haven't really thought about it? Because I suppose for a lot of us, our interactions with marketing are either maybe at some point during our training where we learn some theories like the four P's, the seven P's, segmentation, differentiation, all that good stuff, or trying to justify why we give the the marketing team an increase in their budget, or how it feeds into our our strategy and and how we demonstrate a return on on that expenditure. But the actual purpose of what I want to talk about with marketing today is more about how we make an impact uh, in finance so we can remain relevant, And there was just a recent example that I'd like to share with you as well in terms of how we can do a few simple things to make us more effective at marketing. I'm not saying for us to become experts, just that awareness of the importance of marketing and helping us go and create and capture value for organisations. I'd like to start, though, with one of my favourite quotes from Peter Drucker, um, who who really says, and we know this, that the purpose of the business is to create and retain a customer. You know, without customers, there is no sustainable business. There are no numbers to go and report out, and and the business will cease to exist. So, another thing then to bear in mind with customers is that customers are people, and typically, what people want is is very different to sometimes what, what we think they want, with our rational mindsets. And that brings me back to a, a recent encounter I had with a family member. Uh, I tend to get these now and again, but. They asked if I could take a look at their books for them, Uh, you know, this family member, she runs a cleaning business. I said, sure, and as usual, I tend to start with looking at the cash in and out. And I noticed going through the bank statements that by the end of the year, she'd paid €150 in bank charges, so sort of maintenance fees. There was a couple of overdrawn occasions, got penalties on those. And I thought, you know, if we raise that insight, it's a valuable insight, paid €150 on, on bank fees you know you you could probably what save over 5 years 750 and you could switch bank accounts where they don't have maintenance fees and pre approved overdrafts and, and avoid charge on your on your account so i took the lazy route and i just said to her you know you could save oh, 750 euro by switching bank and uh, the response back to me was ah oh, that seems like an awful lot of hassle trying to switch my bank account i've got a load of direct debits and standing order set up against it, oh, I don't think it's worth it. Now, that might come a shock to some of you because, like, who wouldn't want to save money? Like, for me, that that's one of my things is I'd like to try and help people save money. But, you know, decision-makers are not as rational as economists make them out to be, and we should never forget that, and that's why marketing is important, and the research backs this up. Um, you know, the, despite tests that they do out there, Uh, 75% of buying decisions are made at a newspaper or advert headline alone. That's a phenomenal amount. That's before they've even done any analysis on whether something will give them the value they're looking for. It's an intuitive emotional type judgment. And even think about it this way. You know, if you were to go to someone for financial advice, would you take it off someone who was wearing a two-piece bright orange suit with an overseas-sized bow tie... And a silver belt buckle with their initials engraved on it, or a person who had a briefcase, navy suit, uh, and a white shirt and a plain tie. You know, I think most people would probably deem the the person in the navy suit a bit more credible. You know, so so like my family member, the the decision is typically made emotionally, and then backed up afterwards or rationalized afterwards with numbers to support that decision that they've emotionally made it's it's essentially irrational you know it's where the unconscious mind sends its answer up to the conscious mind who then expects to to go and assemble the the rational arguments of support their emotionally made commitment it's like it's like when a customer says i want to go think about it you know essentially what the customer saying there is either they're they're emotionally frightened of saying no To you, or we just haven't provided them the food necessarily to the unconscious mind to send the right signal up to the conscious mind to rationalise the the buying decision, and therefore that means we need to do two things. One is to know our customers, and also know their why, why they particularly want something. So there's a number of steps we can do this. The first one is to establish that emotional connection with an insight so if you think about in finance we're already a bit of a disadvantage our bread and butter the numbers it's a relatively new invention they've typically the numbering system we use nowadays has been around about 1500 years i mean that's quite new when you compare it to the fact that language human developed language has been around 150,000 years so 100 times longer so getting a, a message laden with numbers is going to be a bit slower to get through people's minds than perhaps an emotional one. So we need to make insights a bit more emotional. So if I go back to my family member with the cleaning business, I obviously had the the influence there already. We had the family type relationship and she knew I've been an accountant for many years. So if I'm going to make an impact there, I have to perhaps ask them a few questions. And I call these the have-want analysis. And you know we've talked about this previously as well. Is understanding what it is that they have Versus what it is that they want. And then, if we can identify that gap, we can help them problem, solve a problem. So, I asked, I asked her straight out, you know, uh, why are you in business in the first place? You know, ascertain that why. And really, what it was was given her family circumstance, you know, her business was more to pay for the fun activities that the family did, to go on the holidays. Um, her partner typically covered the bills and all the other sort of usual expenditure a family would have. So it was more like the fun money. So that was a great bit of insight now to gain from what our customer wanted. And then I could put the numbers to one side now and start asking some more questions. And so, you know, you'd be interested in finding any ways of actually going to do more fun things with the family. Is there a particular place you'd like to go for holiday? And she said, sure, I'd love to go to the south of France with the family. And I was thinking, okay, that's probably about 150 euros each a flight. Including bags return, and there's five of them in there. So I said, "Well, do you want a very easy way to pay for your flights?" And she goes, "Sure, yeah. What, 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 what could I do?" And I said, "Well, change your bank, and you could pay for your flights. You'd save yourself enough to go on flights." And I didn't even mention that the sum involved. And then she got very interested. And I said, "You know what's also very easy as well is you can actually move your direct debits quite easily now because we've just gone through your." your bank statements and we've got all of them lined up and actually there's only 10 direct debits going in and out it's just that they come monthly so they look more than what they are so actually there's not that much hassle involved in doing that and we've got the names there so you could probably do that list in less than less than an hour maybe 30 minutes and you've in effect then paid for your flights and she goes oh that's great so again I would say that I've not always been the best at delivering insights in that way. I've had times where I've not been able to make an impact because I just haven't had the influence um, or the ability to stitch together a story even though the insight was there and it was really obvious to me, but not to the customer or my partner, client or stakeholder that I was trying to to share it with. So sometimes I, I think people get the wrong end of the message. I'm not saying everyone in finance needs to be able to do this. What I would encourage, though, is to buddy up with people who are good at doing this. So, typically, there are marketing and sales professionals in our organizations that buddy up with. There are other people in finance teams, particularly the commercial finance arena, that are very good at uh, layering insights into an emotional story and building that connection so that it resonates with the decision maker. But, you know, either way, you're going to have to either figure it out yourself or buddy up with someone who can do it. That's how we're going to remain relevant in accounting and finance. And, you know, I'd also encourage start small and prototype. Small means sort of low risk for the person receiving the message, the decision maker, but also pulling it together ourselves. And over time, it allows you to build the influence and that credibility in what we call the trust account. You can learn more about your customer, your client, your partner, and so on by doing that, and it allows you to deliver value over time also if you're buddying up learn from other people over time and you get better at those skills yourself um, and one of my favorite ways of sort of accelerating that process is trying to go out on a customer visit with a sales rep or a business development executive and just see them in action and learn it from the best in terms of how they do it so look I hope today's episode was very useful and you found the insights we shared benefit If you did, please remember to let your friends and colleagues know about the show. We're on all the major platforms, iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, YouTube and Spotify. So until next time, take care of yourselves and let's keep on building our strength in the numbers.